0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are live once again, back to your regularly scheduled program on the Hughes Sports Podcast. Across from me is the old man. How are you doing after a week off?
1: (laughs) I had to take a holiday from you for a week. (laughs) And I noticed, I did notice you needed two, not one, but two people to come in to fill my shoes.
0: Yeah, again, because uh, if you listen to the episode because you I are. got ramboyant. big shoes. You have big shoes to fit. You're 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 a lot of energy, <laughs> and I didn't think you. I didn't think one of those guys would would work.
1: Good day, everybody. Welcome, February sixteenth edition of the HSP. If you're watching, please let us know where you're watching from. Say hey, I'm from. We'll give you a shout out. We'll give you your hometown a shout out as well.
0: Yeah, so we are the Hughes Sports Podcast. We chat about everything that's going on in the world of sports in BC. Including and Vancouver.
1: sometimes elsewhere.
0: Vancouver Canucks, BC Lions, those are our main two focuses. Yes. Um, I mean, personally, those are my two main focuses. Yeah. Sometimes when the uh, NHL BC, season
1: goes... Oh, oh, look at BC Canucks. What yeah. do you think of the new background? BC Canucks. What do you think of the new background?
0: Pretty cool. See a little piggy in the background too? I don't see a little piggy. Where my thumb is.
1: Is that a little piggy?
0: Little Canucks piggy. Oh, well, kind of Canucks pig. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, let's just jump into it because... Yeah, let's do it. We've got a lot to cover. I mean, you've been gone for two weeks. And two. The Canucks just never cease to have um, storylines going on with them. Never.
1: No, they're boring um, team. I mean, all they do is win. And... Uh, <laughs>
0: I'll well, start with this one then. Nice and easy. Okay. 2023 is bad for the Canucks. Five, Napers. 13 and one <clears throat> since January 1st, 2023. And that is not like, oh, we're in the middle of the pack. That is dead last in the NHL.
1: Oh, is it dead? You did that research. It's actually dead last?
0: Dead last in the NHL. That's sad. By points, by wins, and by point percentage. So no matter which way you dice this up, this team sucks. I love
1: it! Keep tanking. Tank for Bedard. Tank for Bedard. Do we need to say it anymore? Come on. Let's face it. This season's done. We're we're, we're not doing anything this season. Let's not pretend that we're going to. And let's just keep losing. And um, we're now, I think, fifth. Worst in the CF, in the CFL. I was doing a bunch of research for the CFL today. Um, I think we're fifth worst in the total league standings.
0: Yes. So we are 28th of 32. Uh, yes. We are technically tied with the Arizona Coyotes, uh, but they have the tiebreaker on us. So they are 27th. Um, now, something we do need to talk about with the, with the Canucks, the goaltending has just been atrocious. That's oh, what them just... been out since... I think the middle of December and we were told there was going to be a four to six week injury and And we're going on week 11.
1: Yeah. But he's coming back obviously because we put. Well, we, so we put Martin on waivers. Now I meant to check before we came live. uh, Martin did uh, make it through clear waivers.
0: Yeah. So Martin cleared waivers. And then what we did was we called up Arthur Silovs last night to play it. How do you say his last name? Sea Seelovs.
1: I was calling him something totally different last night.
0: Sea Loves. And te- technically, we're not too sure if that's the North American pronunciation, or I don't know exactly where he's from, or that, oh, okay. that actual pronunciation, but this is the one that the Canucks are going.
1: So it was his first game in the NHL, and they fed him to the Rangers.
0: What is the logic behind that?
1: Can, I, I can you just... explain it to me? Now, I, can you explain anything the Canucks have done this year? If anybody can explain anything the Canucks have done at all this year, uh they they're better than I am because nothing they do has made sense from the way they treated the coach, the way they've dealt with free agents, the way they've signed and not signed, it's just random. The
0: only good thing they've done this year is they brought back only the Only good sk-
1: thing. They what?
0: Brought back the skate jersey? It's the only good thing they've done. I know you don't like it cuz like you were probably very drunk during those years and
1: what year was the skate jersey Jake? We just talked about it.
0: The 94. The 94 run hmm. was the, the skate jersey.
1: Pavel Bury. Which by the way what's going to be your name if if you I yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I no, I think we should have talk about that story right now bringing up Pavel Bury and the the skate jersey i was born in 1993 february of 1993 just had my 30th birthday i'm now. this is your story to tell oh i
1: was waiting for you to continue so jake was premature jake wasn't supposed to be born in february he was supposed to be born in march and april i think it was yeah i think it was april it was 30 years ago it was a long time ago i forget but i'm pretty sure it was april because you were two months premature i believe that's correct and I was rudely woken up one morning by his mom. And apparently we had to go to the hospital because, um, her water was broken. And so off we went to the hospital, but there was a connect game on that night. So she's in labor. I'm there's a, like a dad's room in the, in the, um, we were at the Royal Columbian hospital in new Westminster, minister, British Columbia. And there was a dad's room just down the hall from her room. So I kept running back and forth, back and forth. Because there was a hockey game on. And <laughs> your mom made the comment, if you're not here when this baby's born because you're watching the Canucks, we're naming him Pavel. <laughs> so, Jake, you almost were a Pavel.
0: I would have probably been the least Russian Pavel you have ever Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Could a uh, Jake Pavel. I, I wanted Jake Pavel, but she wouldn't let me do it.
0: Nah, I, you know, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the Canucks, there's no direction to where we're going.
1: None. I mean, it's, the, we've talked the, about it almost every episode and it's just a continuing story. Um, uh, as most of, you know, um, I'm friends with Rod Peterson of the Rod Peterson show. That's a daily talk show, uh, for two hours on YouTube and game plus, uh, TV network And he had Sikaris on, I think, just the other day uh, from Sikaris and Price. And uh, you could see how pained this gentleman was whose job is 24-7, seven days a week. His job is to talk about the Canucks. That's what he does. He covers the Canucks. He's paid to cover the Canucks. He gets to go to all the Canuck games. You could literally hear the pain in his voice as he was trying to, it's not, you can't even defend them. Jake and I have said it many times in the past. I will defend my Canucks. See, I did it, Jake. I will defend my Canucks to the day I die. I will. I love them. They're my team, but I can't defend them this year. Neither could he. It's painful.
0: There's there's nothing to defend. Like there's not a decision where you can look and be like, okay, I understand why they did this.
1: We could make shit up. Oh yeah, I could understand why they signed JT Miller and let. Um,
0: no, you can't. I'm sorry. Anyone who's that's what that, I mean. But I could make the, it up. And, logic behind it.
1: But I could make it up and make bullshit up and um just say whatever I wanted. But in reality, it's got to be. I feel for those reporters of the Canucks. Who have to every day sit and try to talk about them? Yeah. Because I'm sorry. I even went out this year and spent, I don't know, $35 a month on Sportsnet yeah. um, so I could actually watch all the games. I'm canceling that. It's not worth it to me.
0: Because you don't want to watch. Jake's games. like,
1: what? Hold time
0: out. Uh, <laughs> he says, I I'll watch that. I have to find new games to watch, <laughs> new ways to watch the games. But it's okay. No, it's... Chris
1: watches it too, so hey, Chris, if you're watching, you won't be able to use my Sportsnet for much longer.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he's a Flames fan, so they can he can get away with just your normal Sportsnet login.
1: No, because he doesn't have cable.
0: I don't. Yeah, we'll move on from that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the no the the Canucks are in a position where the organization from the very top wants a quick rebuild. And we've talked about it many times. It's the ownership group that Francesco Aquilini is a chairman of and his, his dad. Um, is. Um, but Jim Rutherford's actions and Patrick Alvin's, because Pat, we need to start including Patrick Alvine on these decisions now because Jim Rutherford is taking a step back um,
1: and Jim Rutherford is taking a step back.
0: Yeah, he's not. He gonna. They're gonna. He's going to be less media facing, basically. Um,
1: I wonder if this feeds into the rumors that Jim Rutherford wanted out.
0: I th- I think so. I think it's. Why wouldn't you? He, well, and I mean, we're salesmen. We we both grow, have grown up. You, I mean, my entire life, you've been a salesman of some sort. Yeah. When you're selling someone on something, you're not going to tell him how you actually are ninety nine percent of the time. Let's be honest. Well, yeah. When you go into a job interview, when you go to sell someone, you're on your best behavior. Now, when Jim Rutherford met with Francesco Aquilini, do you think Aqu- Aquilini was telling him exactly how he actually is and how much micromanaging there is? And oh, not, blah, a blah, blah, blah?
1: not a chance.
0: Not a chance. Now, Jim Rutherford's been at the job for just over a year. Alvin's been in just over a year now. Are yeah. you finally seeing what the team is? And what management is. And like. They keep saying that it's not going to be that long of a rebuild. Oh. But now. But. You unless, can't keep
1: this core team. And am if, if we get lucky. Somehow. And win that lottery. It's not going to happen. Because it's not Vancouver's way. It's just the curse of the Canucks. Um, so I have no. Um, From
0: day one of the organization being in the NHL.
1: We're not going to do it. No. If it happens and we get Bedard, that changes everything. No, the whole world changes. The whole I don't think so. Universe I... comes together in a nice ball. No, and... it doesn't. Because no, then we doesn't. can build off it. And okay, cool. we're only so talking now... one to two years. As it is right now, we're five years away from I think, doing anything.
0: I think within five years. I think by the time. Thatcher Demko's contract is up. Will be a playoff contender again, and he he signed a five year contract, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think he did too. Yeah,
0: and that's why that's why my article that's up at uh, esports.ca. Oh, you just had to throw that in there,
1: right? Because apparently I forgot to do mine.
0: Yeah, you did. So Um, we can read article. I'll do mine too. Um, no, it makes no sense for the uh, the supposed trade rumors about, um. Demko, do you like, do you even, think they should? No, no. I. Uh, my entire article points out how you can't. You it would be the stupid, the stupidest move of this franchise history. And and we traded yeah. away Linden. We traded away this. That's what I'm saying. We traded away Linden for tweet Messier. <laughs> because Messier was going to oh, take us. Dude, to the dude, go back. Which one? trader
1: We traded away Cam Neely.
0: I, I would say if you trade Demko at this point, for no matter what your return is, it's this. That would be the worst trade in Canucks history.
1: We could trade him to Calgary because well, apparently they need a court. They need a goalie. I'm not feeling guilty. I'm good. I'm enjoying this, and I'm. You know what? Damn it! I'm allowed to enjoy the fact that he's not playing well this year. We're talking <laughs> about. We're talking about Calgary's. Um, the calgary flames um goalie markstrom, markstrom. just makes g- gets me a little smile on my face no. yes we shouldn't l- be happy about somebody else's downfall is he's not he's just having an off year
0: he's having an off year i don't think it's a downfall but it's also, an off year
1: and you know what it looks good on them
0: but the entire and they're the my second team an off, the flames are having a complete off year
1: Oh, flames suck.
0: They they like.
1: they I would be shocked if they make the playoffs. To be honest, I, would, I just I would, can't be see
0: I would be shocked if Daryl Sutter's around next year. Start start the
1: season. I w- I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't make this year.
0: I th- I say they play him out because there's that they're at, on that cusp of making the playoffs, and if you're going to make a change, you would have made it by now. You've only got twenty odd games left.
1: Yeah, but they're that close. I mean, you you trade you bring left. a new coach in. And look what happened to the Canucks, not this year, but uh, last year when we brought in Bruce, There it is. But right? I
0: think you wait. I think you wait until the new, the new year and you get a whole new system. go. Yeah.
1: They have so many issues. I don't think it's a coach. I think it's culture. Myself. Um, what
0: culture? Like, the? I would agree with you. Last year, I would have 100% agreed with you. But you got rid of Goudreau. You got rid of tachuk Who's your core now? There is no core. There's no. no culture to be built around. No. Right? And, and I think that might be the issue is that they're, they're not a cohesive unit. They're a bunch of players playing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? no, I totally Where agree.
0: Last night watching the, the Rangers, they're a cohesive unit. Each The top three lines are all built very similarly. You've got a, a guy who's hard to play against, runs into the net. You've got a, a center who is great at his job. You've got that third person. That's either the sniper or the, the handoff guide to the sniper.
1: Well, that's the thing about the Canucks. I keep, I shake my head so many times when I'm watching the Canucks because. Bring Bo back. And you have two, three or three good solid lines. Like you look at those players on paper. Yeah. they're, They're a solid team. Defensively, obviously, is oh. is our issue. We have Hughes, and that is it. So Quinn Oliver can't Eck- do it by himself.
0: Oliver Ekman Larson got injured last night. Oh, did he? He got injured last night.
1: Oh, crack! Um,
0: the only plus side to that is that we now get to see line pairings of I think it was uh, Quinn, Hughes, Ethan Bear, Kyle Burrows, and. Um, Luke Shen and then Riley Stillman and Tyler Myers to me that's a a medium like you're not contending with that but that's an okay defensive core you've got Tyler Myers playing third line minutes which is what he should be playing at this point you don't have you have uh, Burroughs who's fast and you've got Luke Shen who's a stay home hard hitting defenseman and then you've got Quinn Hughes and Ethan Bear, who, in my opinion, are your best two defensemen.
1: Well, see what I see. I mean, when I'm watching the games, I'll see them make one error. Yeah. And then it's a calamity of freaking errors. And it, it's like, it's just one on top of the other, on top of the other, on top of the other score. And you can see it happening like i can literally be watching the game and i'll look over at ellis and i'm like oh they're gonna score and sure enough the opposing team scores because we're just running around like freaking um like um pylons good catch (laughs) um but the the (laughs) running around like pylons how do you run around like a pylon (laughs) precisely you don't
0: but that's the thing is you they run, get beat.
1: They run around like a chicken with no head. That's what they run around. That's yeah. what I was trying so to get, say.
0: They get they get beat either outside or inside. <coughs> and then all the structure's gone. There's no structure. And yeah. Rick Talkett today after practice was talking, and uh, I'm paraphrasing because I heard literally listened to this on the way home today. Um, um where Rick Talkett was talking about someone asked him about like the practices and, like they're basically doing just very back to basics, like back to the ABCs of hockey. And the um, his answer to that is like, why are you doing that? Don't you feel like it's going to hurt the players? Um, they're going to be tired and they're not going to be able to perform during the games. And his response was, we're getting beat in the simplest ways and we're losing structure. Oh, yeah. If we have a guy who's not willing to get to, in the drill, is not willing to get uh, pushed through his defenseman or his defensive assignment, we stop the drill, and we redo it. It's like, I don't care if we have to go back to the basics. It's things that these guys should be doing without thinking about it, and they're not. It's like, well, I'm not I... blaming anyone for that, but we need to implement this.
1: I think under Boudreau, he was more just go and play hockey.
0: Yeah, which worked. There was,
1: there was no which, structure.
0: This time last year, it worked.
1: Yeah, they were just going out and free-flowing. and But just... then
0: this, this year, we, we got off to a bad start. Besser was, was hurt. That's a bad start.
1: That was a terrible start.
0: I still think that Demko was injured before he went out. Yeah. He was playing through something because you don't have the season that you had last year and have the season you started with this year. That's why I think
1: think Markstrom, there's two factors to Markstrom back to the Flames um, playing bad. He's having an off year. Uh, But also, and I think it has to do with – the Canucks with Martin and net, um, the way they play in front of him changes because they don't have that confidence in the, that the goalie is going to make the big save, they don't have that. We, we can, we can freewheel because we've we've got Markstrom backstopping and he's 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 not going he's a superstar and he's, like, he's not going to let anything in
0: Exactly you we can have those defensive gaffes where you get beat on the outside but Demko's exactly. going to make that big hit. Martin's yeah. not. And Demko earlier this year was not making those saves. And that's exactly.
1: Different. Yeah, no, I mean, totally agree. Holy um, crap. Why are we agreeing so much?
0: This is not right. Because, because that's how bad the Canucks organization is. Let's just make this perfectly clear. Because me and you, we agree on a lot of things when it comes to sports opinions. There's not a lot that we agree on. Except
1: but, which teams we're cheering for.
0: Yep. But... <laughs> There's nothing else you can do. Like looking at this team, I have cat friendly uh pulled up, which allows you to look at cat hits and everything like
1: that. Oh, I thought you said cat friendly. I'm looking at, you're looking at kitty porn while we're on cat. the air. Would you stop that? Um oh, wow. so like, I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> I blame his mother.
0: Oliver Ekman Larson <laughs> is making me. <laughs> seven point two million dollars. He is our second high or third highest paid player on the team. How behind Patterson and Hughes two players he should be behind but he should be behind Tyler Myers he should be behind Ethan Bear, Travis Dermott, Riley Stillman, Luke Shen and Kyle Burrows on the defense he is, he is, I've never seen a defenseman fall off this hard like we used to rag on Edler for his speed when Edler's speed went on him when Edler's speed went on him in a shot he turned into a physical stay at home defenseman you didn't like him, I know you didn't like him <laughs> But he did he he was consistent Hate him. Hate and your hatred of him was consistent
1: look look at his plus minus that's the only stat that, you need to look at for what? a um for no it's not for that's a s- deferred defenseman that's the only one you need to look at no, how many times did, were you on the ice when the puck was when you were scored on
0: what are you talking about
1: that's your plus minus
0: De- defenseman I know what plus minus is (laughs) okay i was just making sure you understood the archaic stat for (laughs) the archaic stat so what's the the new stat
1: ice time it's how much time you had on the ice and how much time was in the defensive zone shut the the hell up
0: plus or minus
1: wins or losses that's the only thing that matters
0: that is not true (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: shot blocks oh
0: no, there's all sorts of different things, including like the percent of a percentage of start time in the offensive zone versus the defensive zone. Your horsey rating, your
1: See folks, we never agree. Your horsey rating. What? Horsy. How many times you freaking got on a horse?
0: No, horsey. <laughs> huh? C-O-R-S-I. Horsey. What the f is a Corsi? It's a very advanced stat that I do not know how they calculate <laughs> it.
1: See, this is what's wrong with, with with people like you. Is you throw out all these freaking stats. Oh, the Corsi stat, and the fucking, the digit stat, and that stat, and this stat. Then someone asks you, oh, I have no idea. No, I said I don't
0: <laughs> know how they do it. You didn't <laughs> let me finish. You just started throwing words out. <laughs> I'm trying to find where it is, but I don't think they have it on the side of my
1: uh, You have to excuse me, folks. My lungs are still not doing good. So, plus minus i can explain yeah goals i can explain wins losses i can explain that's all that matters oh and assist we'll go assist as well those are the stats that you should be paying attention to.
0: Corsi on ice goal differential i think that's a pretty important stat that's
1: it's plus minus
0: uh on ice expected goal differential so how much <laughs> you're impacting the game versus what you're not impacting <laughs> <the game. laughs> The only plan he he intended
1: to kick the puck in the net. I knew what his intent was.
0: Yeah, no, we're not gonna get back into 2010 (laughs) 2010, 2010?
1: player. Was it 2010? I was in in Germany. Oh, maybe you were okay.
0: Yeah, okay. I know I was because I was awake until like three o'clock in the morning with a headphone in my ear, listening to the broadcast (laughs) on a laptop that shouldn't still be working.
1: That's hilarious. Oh my goodness, kid. So, have the, you figured out what course he means yet?
0: No, I haven't Googled it. We're not. We're going to move on. Because <laughs> he <The> can. <laughs> the trade deadline is, I could, but we will be here for an hour to get your brain to understand. It. The trade deadline is in two weeks. Two? Really? No. Two weeks, March 3rd. Two weeks and one day.
1: Wow. How did we get halfway through February
0: already? Right. Um, two weeks and one day.
1: It's March March the March March 2nd? 3rd.
0: March 3rd, Friday.
1: Oh, my goodness. So we're going to be on the air on the 2nd. Yes. We should, um, yeah, no, that'll work. Cause not much is going to happen on the 3rd, you would think.
0: Mm. What do you think a successful trade deadline looks for the connection at this point? We've already traded our big, our big ticket with. We made our big ticket. 12. And I, you know what? I think they did okay with that. I think they did well with it. We never, yeah. did we talk about that? Yeah,
1: good yeah. job. Yeah, good job. I'm getting yep. giving them kudos for when they deserve it. Um what else? Well, we, we either we, before the trade deadline or in the off season, sometime before the start of the next season, we need to we need to do something about our defense. Yep. <laughs> our defense isn't good enough to compete in this league. No. Um I think we're fighting goal if Mark's if i oh, Markstrom, if Demko can um, come back to where he was, yeah, I think we'll be totally. fine. Um, but Do we got to make some moves on for defense. Whether we trade
0: or we have, so there's Brock Besser's agent has been authorized to find a deal, right? Like, all signs point that the connects have kind of given up on him, or management has given up on uh, Besser. Wasn't it
1: Besser who said no? Who was it that said that they wanted to play in Vancouver? Demko? Just recently? Yeah, it was, it was a free agent coming up to free agency. Hmm. Blank. I don't know who it was. Um, I apologize.
0: No. Uh, Brock, Besser, yeah, Brock Besser's agent has been given authority by the Canucks to go find a trade, mm.
1: basically. So what do you get for a Besser? If That's you a got problem. if I mean, you, you okay. got a... First line of uh, forward for um, on a competing
0: on a competing team. He's a great second or third liner. Because for his foot our speed team, isn't
1: there. for our team, he's oh, a first liner. A, yep. Plus a prospect. What's the other guy? Who was the other? There was two players plus a pick.
0: Oh, uh, for Uh Bovillier uh, and um, Atu Ratu.
1: Ratu, that was the other one. Um, so a prospect, and then you got a first round pick somewhere in this yeah. mix. We'll find yeah. out where that lands. So for a Besser, what are you going to get? You're going to get a pick? A couple so picks?
0: Uh, I think it was Frank Seravelli, a uh, well-respected insider, was commenting on uh, Sportsnet 650 today that um, the Canucks are willing to eat up to like a couple million, m- one million um, in salary cap. And retain that to, for to, to be able to trade Brock. Problem is, is all the teams have cap issues.
1: Well, everybody has cap
0: issues. So do you get, can you get a second round pick and not have to take salary back?
1: Are you, are you going to get a first round pick and take no. the
0: million? If you if you're getting a first round pick, it's got to be Brock and it's got to be at 50%. I don't think the team wants to do that. No. I don't think Brock's not no. worth a first round pick. What is
1: Brock being paid?
0: Um, let me look that up. I believe four point something. Oh, I think it's higher than that. I think it's like six, six and
1: a half. Oh, is it that high? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a tough contract then. Yeah. In this um, new faster, age,
0: Six, six point six, five and it's on the books until 24, 25, the season, 24, 25 season. Yeah. So, so you get two years of them at that cost. So if you, if you're getting a first round pick, you're probably going to have to eat 3 million. Of them. And I mean, he's,
1: He's going to re-sign about the same. He's not getting. He's not getting much more.
0: No. Well, that all depends. In three years, he might have shot up in production, and he might have shot. But if he He gets traded, shot up and shot down.
1: But if he gets traded, do you not think the team that is um, receiving him is going to try to sign him to an extension?
0: Well, they can't. He's got three years left, or two years left after this year.
1: Oh, does he? I thought you yeah. could still. Could you not extend him now?
0: No, you cannot. Oh, okay. You have to wait until the uh, July first or whatever the free agency day is of the last day of the contract, or of the, the oh, last start okay. of the last year of the contract. Gotcha.
1: Um, so again, what do when, you get?
0: Are you happy with a second round pick? Well, and, how and, does and that
1: a, How does that help your defense?
0: You draft a defenseman.
1: Is there going to be because we are going to be defensemen in high high enough in the draft that you can plug and play?
0: Well, and the big I don't think it's going to be plug and play. We're looking two to three years
1: exactly
0: right. But if we right now we have potential for three picks in the top two rounds, right? With because the Islanders might move to next year. Oh, but if you can get another second round pick and you pick two defensemen out of those four picks. One of them is going to turn it work out more than likely,
1: yeah, 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 right. So it's, I think but it's a, again, you got. I'm trying to think like the owners of the Canucks who want yep. two years, that's yep. they keep saying it. Uh, they want a quick retooling, not a rebuild. There was somebody on TSN, I tried to find it earlier. Yep. Uh, one of the old Canucks that made a comment about retooling. And he says, anybody believes that the Canucks are retooling don't know this game whatsoever um, because it's impossible to retool for the Canucks. So, but keeping with that two year thing, we need a defenseman. Now we can't, we can't draft someone in and, and hope that in two or three years that we can play them.
0: But I, th- so I think that's the easiest way to disguise that to ownership. You yeah. draft a guy, you hype him up and you say, look, he's going to be ready in a year max. Deep, deep down inside the scouts know, you know, management doesn't know it's going to take two and a half, three years. Then you go back yeah. to him in half a year and say, and well, it's obvious
1: the, the owners of the Canucks have no clue what, how to run a hockey team.
0: Well, not just that, but like the, they know how to run a hockey team. I, 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 I disagree with they don't know how. They did. They were in charge during the time when we were the most medically advanced, technologically advanced team in the league.
1: What year was that?
0: From the uh, late 2000s, 2007, 2008. When did they take over? I believe they, they took over in, two, I want to say 2006. And I don't know why that number jumped into my brain. Let me I know I,
1: I. I. if you go to our um, our website yeah. Uh, hughesports.ca, um, in my article, I talk about what year that they took over. i want to say it was in that
0: um, era. You'd have to, you're
1: going to have to. I, so they, were they the owners during 2011? Yes. Oh, were they? Okay. I, uh, you could have fooled me. I, I wouldn't have known that. Would I would not know. have known that.
0: Um. Do, 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 do.
1: do boom boom boom. boom November eighth,
0: two thousand
1: and six. See there you go. Good memory. Good um, memory.
0: And then re- bought the remaining fifty percent in two thousand seven.
1: Right. Exactly. And that's when they had got they got hauled into court. Oh no! Sorry, because... that was two
0: thousand six. Was when they purchased the remaining fifty. Yeah. Two thousand seven is when they got pulled into the courtroom and all of that fiasco, which honestly, until reading your article, I totally forgot about.
1: Yeah. No, I remembered it. I mean, it's, they're not nice people. They're just not, they're not nice people whatsoever. Anyways, we talked about that before. We're not going to rehash it.
0: But they used to be the most like technologically advanced team.
1: In spite of them, in spite of the owners.
0: I don't think so. They, from everything, like Mike Gillis and, um, I can't think of the name Gilman, Lawrence Gilman. Um from what they said, no, they had everything that they like they went to ownership and said we need this. They said why? They got it. If it was Hmm. a reasonable request. Interesting. And the only thing I can think of is that um I can't think of Francesco's father, but he's the head of the Aquilini.
1: And Angelo. No.
0: Um Luigi.
1: Angelo? Luigi.
0: Luigi got sick. Yes. In the late 2000 or in <coughs> 2010, 2011, I believe that would um, make sense. And basically, Franche- it was Francesco's to run. And I believe that's when things started going downhill.
1: Running into the freaking ground. But then anyway, we've talked about that. We beat that it's, dead horse. We
0: have beat that dead horse.
1: As they say, we can't, don't feed the dead horse. It's kind of dumb.
0: I don't beat the dead horse, not don't feed the dead horse.
1: Well, you don't feed a dead horse either.
0: But why would you be, why would you even be throwing food? Wh- well, because you got to feed the other horses, but you don't feed the dead horse. But you don't, you beat the other horses and you beat the dead horse. That's what that statement implies. Do not report me to PETA just explain
1: wow it. wow what are you beating horse what are you we're not horses we're, moving for? On, we're
0: moving on from beating horses <laughs> you know what you can check out rather than beating horses or feeding horses ksports.ca please do check it yes. out we uh we post every podcast there you can listen to it right on the site you can read articles uh hopefully we're going to be posting more and more and more and more if the there. old
1: man gets busy and um
0: <laughs> but yeah, basically I want this, like the, the, the he sports.ca to kind of be the home base of everything that we do when it comes to the podcast and uh, news. With And
1: if you news. guys have ideas, if you have ideas, send us a, a note. Um, we have our Facebook page. You can message yep. us on there. Leave um, a comment on the, on, a, on the YouTube video. And please, 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 it really does help if you go to YouTube and hit that little subscribe button and the like button. It does something with Jake's nerdy shit. And I don't, it makes no, us no, to more, be fair, more I don't important. even understand
0: that nerdy shit. <laughs> um, also, if you are listening on podcast platforms, please do follow us and uh, subscribe and a five-star rating. Um, they really, like the the algorithms for the podcast platforms and everything, Really do love the, the, the subscribes follows and five stars.
1: And that's our commercial for this episode of the Hughes pod, the Hughes sports podcast. So transitioning, we just got through Hallmark day. That's what I call it. Hallmark day, February 14th, Valentine's day. The one holiday I don't, I don't, um. Uh, What do I, I don't participate in. Observe
0: or participate.
1: Participate in whatsoever. Um, But it was also CFL free agency day. Correct. CFL is kind of a unique league because they open up free agency window a week before free agency day. So teams for one week have the ability to negotiate with players leading up to the actual day of.
0: So I'm going to jump in here because that is not true anymore. The CFL or the NFL has it, as does the NHL. Oh, do they really? They, they all have a legal tampering period now.
1: Oh, I thought it was just one of those weird rouge things of the CFL. Not anymore. Ah, if anybody doesn't know what the rouge is in the CFL, stop listening, turn your tam thing off don't, or Google it.
0: Don't, don't listen to him. A rouge is... Incorrectly called 90% of the time it happens in a CFL game as a single point for kicking it through or a touchback. It's not a goddamn touchback, it's a ruse, it's a ruse. you know, point which, for it. Which
1: means red in French.
0: Which makes a makes no sense,
1: but <laughs> makes no sense. But I guess I think it had something to do with the Russians a long time ago, but let's what? carry on. <laughs> so it was CFL free agency day, and the Lions were busy, man they done good on the free agency day. Um, I'm just going to go over who we picked up from other teams. Um, we got ourselves a backup quarterback. I guess we're going to run with Vernon Adams as our starter. And oh, no. we're bringing in Verdum's, Vernon's backup from Montreal, um, Dominic Davis. Uh, he is a six foot four, 215 pound, 33 year old out of the States. He went to Boston college, bounced all around the NFL. He was with the Falcons, the Titans, the Colts. He had a cup of coffee with the Stampeders. Uh, didn't even make it through training camp with the Stampeders. Uh, went to Winnipeg, was in Winnipeg for a few years and then over to the red blacks and then over to Montreal and now over to BC. it's not uncommon. When I first saw that, I went, oh, how good can this kid be? I mean, he's bounced all over the place. It's not uncommon in the CFL for quarterbacks to bounce around. It's, I mean, you look at even the greats. They bounced around all over the place.
0: I mean, just Flutie. Example, Bo, not, not just that. Not like currently, but Levi Mitchell just got traded.
1: Yeah. But I mean, he just, that's two teams. I mean, you look at Flutie. Three at least three teams that I could think of off the top of my head Toronto, then, BC, Calgary.
0: But then you've also got Anthony Calvillo,
1: Calvillo, who's,
0: who's but he was an alouette,
1: but rare. You look at um
0: Ricky Ray bounced around,
1: Ricky Ray, uh, smiling Hank,
0: you right? Yeah. I mean,
1: there's, it's there's, everywhere, it's there's no common. Reason,
0: there's no reason to be loyal to a franchise.
1: Exactly. There's
0: no, there's no such thing as in the NFL. There's a franchise tag where you can pay people more money. There's no reason for that in the CFL because it's not a thing.
1: So we picked him up and um, I think he's good at, to be honest, um, for a good backup. Um, I pulled up
0: his stats from last year. Yeah. Uh, I, I attempted 25 passes, completed 19 for 253 yards, three touchdowns and two interceptions.
1: How many games did he play?
0: Um, It says 18 games played, but I don't think that's correct.
1: He probably um, dressed for 18 games.
0: That's what I'm thinking. So Because there's no to...
1: way he's only had 25 passes in 18 games.
0: Yeah, no. Um, right. Let's see here. He play, he started none. I don't think he started any of them. He's coming in yeah. relief duty in all of them.
1: Exactly. So, oh, yeah. so I think a good pickup. Um, good job. <sighs> I'm holding out hopeful optimism yep. um, with Vernon Adams. Uh, he didn't do great last year, but now the offense was based around um, and, somebody else.
0: And he came in late. This wasn't his team that he had from the very beginning.
1: No, that's what I mean. And when you create an offense, you create it around your quarterback. So it was created around... I'm blank on his name. Nathan Rourke. Nathan Rourke, so thank you. And... Um, so let's see i'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and see what happens. Hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers. I'm hoping that
0: um and in all honesty, Vernon Adams, I mean if you complete sixty five point five percent of your passes as a backup, that's good like he and that's the thing is Vernon Adams came in as a backup to to fill in for oh Orton yeah came through
1: but he, he was 60. three and three and eight no.
0: No, I don't think that's right. I think we talked about this a couple podcasts ago. And I think we had that wrong.
1: Well, we... Um, it, um, Rourke was 8-1 and one when he got hurt. And then Adams took, o- took over from there. So, um, I mean, I don't think we had more than so he, 12. So, he
0: was after nine games, right? Yeah. So one two three four wins and one two three four five losses four so four and five. Four, five. okay and i don't think he actually played week 10.
1: yeah he played all the weeks
0: i don't think so i thought they held him out a week after Rourke got injured
1: oh maybe maybe we because put he, um, he didn't. what's his name in
0: yeah could be,
1: could uh, be. anyway so let's um i'm holding out optimism for him we'll see yeah. um the team figures they can run with him. so then we picked up justin mckinnis I think this is one of the best pickups that the Lions have done myself. 26-year-old, um, 6'5", 210 pounds, wide receiver. Um, he's a Quebec boy. And he's played for the Riders for the whole his whole career since 2019. He was a first-round draft pick. Um, we needed to replace Burnham. Burnham retired. Yep. Huge shoes to fill, but I think this is is going to come close to filling it. I mean, no, he, I'm not saying he's a Burnham, but no. it um, definitely fills that little bit of a hole we had.
0: Well, and Dominic Rhymes resigned with yes the Lions after yep. the report said it sounded like he want, he was going to leave.
1: Yeah, uh, that was or, weird. Or eh?
0: Wanted out, like, and it was. I wonder. How he request
1: that was- the report was he requested a
0: trade. And then resigned. How well, much of that was? Oh, you turned yourself off.
1: Sorry, you you actually posted it. Yep. And then, um, like the next day, I read it and I was like, "What is Jake doing?" So I had to go back to what you posted
0: from a very reliable source, like that. Far, I'm sure yeah. Farhan Lolji, So I don't like I when it comes to CFL, Farhan is usually the he's best the go-to guy for the Wests of Canada. On the oh, East, yeah. they have different people, but Farhan's usually <laughs> very good in vancouver and i want to know how much of that was positioning like i know it's not it's not the nfl where you're if you're going to make the difference between two million and one million but it was that making the extra ten thousand dollars
1: i think it was sign me or effing trade me yeah you got a choice that
0: might have been what what got leaked and was yeah, yeah. If if you're not going to do this, sign trade me. And this is what I want. If you can't the... do it,
1: I under totally understand.
0: Yeah, right. And it, it makes sense. So yeah, I'm happy Dominic Rhymes is back though.
1: So then we've shored up our offensive line a uh, huge. When I say huge, I mean huge. We got <laughs> Michael Courtois, uh, a uh, nice BC boy out of Burnaby, uh, British Columbia, 29 years old, six foot four, three hundred and three pounds Keep for you going. for you people who don't understand poundage that's 135
0: kilograms that's massive time out time out who would be listening to the show that doesn't understand pounds i don't know kilograms? i that's don't know just asking okay N- young
1: if, people th- young people
0: if you're listening to the show and you don't understand pounds and only kilograms please leave a comment <laughs> or get out on Twitter because i or want Just to turn
1: off. Just turn the show off don't, because don't you're not, turn, you shouldn't you're too young turn, to be listening.
0: Don't turn the show off. Don't listen <laughs> to him. He's crazy and he's old.
1: <laughs> so he was drafted by Winnipeg uh back in twenty sixteen. Uh second round pick, tenth pick overall in the second round. And he has played there since. Um, obviously won two Great Cups there. So looking for a big things from this guy. Um I was going to call him a kid, but when you're six foot four and 300 pounds, you call him sir. <laughs> and nothing more. Just yes, sir. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thanks for coming out.
0: So just to put this in perspective, because I always like to know how tall someone is. Tyler Meyer is six foot eight. So four, yeah. only four inch difference there.
1: And he's a Tyler giraffe.
0: Meyer, Tyler Myers is 229 pounds. Four inches yeah. and 80 pound difference huge giants
1: just he's going to be one of those guys on the offensive line that you're just going to notice because he's that much bigger than everybody else right i'm looking forward to seeing what he can do um
0: and i believe he is a a center position he's going to be taking up the full-time starter center sure is the the plan they just Um, got him listed
1: as an offensive lineman
0: which i believe would be continuing like a year like year over year i think five or six years in a row where we've had a BC boy playing the center position. To oh, start cool. Yes.
1: Random little facts. Random fact. And then we got Chris Schluger. Schluger, I believe is how Schluger. it's pronounced. Okay. 27-year-old. Again, a big boy. Six foot four, 305 pounds. Spent the last three seasons in Montreal. Um, he dressed for 22, 22 games. Um... He's been kind of in and out of that lineup because he started two games as left tackle and then one at right tackle. So obviously a very um, versatile player. Yeah. Um, and it really helps out because, um, one of our main guys, Joel Figueroa, um, he, offensive lineman is reportedly, um, going to be signing with the Hamilton tie cats. So that kind of fills that hole, which is nice.
0: Well, and did Butler also signed with the Ticats? Did he not? I think that's correct.
1: I, I You know what? I didn't look. I could go and um, I sent you the whole list of who got who. Yeah. Who got who?
0: Um,
1: and I could go back and try to Butler find it.
0: Is now on the Hamilton Tiger Cats.
1: Yeah. Okay. The Tiger
0: Cats are going to be a very good team this year. I'm going to I only them. have How one dare? question.
1: I yep. only have one question. Does the CFL have a salary cap?
0: No. Nope.
1: <laughs> they do. No they don't. You just
0: signed them to a personal contract.
1: It's like holy crap, but they are going to be the team in the east.
0: Yeah, without even a without even a question, um, he's going to be the team in the east. So one of the big signings that I don't think you got to um, is a gentleman named Antonio Williams. There's a national or a, uh, an American player running back played for the Clemson Tigers last year. Um, Oh yeah. Clemson went eight and O in the conference, 11 and three overall. So only three losses on his, on the year. He's a uh, wide receiver or is he a running back? I believe he's a wide receiver. Um, 56 receptions, 604 yards, four touchdowns. This could be the guy who is going to jump in and fill Burnham Shoes.
1: Yeah. So right. you've got two. To, like, I, we're going to if VA works out, which I can't see why he won't, we could have a good, a damn good team again this year. Yeah. Remember, it's we mean. were only one game, one win away from going to the show.
0: And the big thing is, is the team's going to look different. It's not like it's the same team oh, as last year. It, no. Like Winnipeg for y- the last couple years. It's been the same team they made minor changes the big players have all been there you've got you've had andrew harris swap out as kind of the biggest change but this team's yeah. very different with vernon adam jr instead of nathan Wark. you've oh, got huge uh receiving core that's going to look have a huge hole to fill with bo burnham leaving not bo burnham yeah. Brian burnham bo <laughs> bo <Burnham's a> <laughs> That's hilarious I did, all, I did it all week last week too <laughs>
1: That's hilarious.
0: Um, I think it'll be a very fun season for the Lions.
1: I'm looking forward to it. I actually, um, whether it's because I've been off or just paying attention more, um, people keep bashing the CFL and, oh, they're in trouble. I think um, I'm excited about the 2023 season.
0: I am too. I don't disagree that they're not in trouble though. Like they're, to me, they are one bad mistake from failure.
1: See, this is where I kind of take a deep breath and go, I have literally followed the CFL my entire life, 58 years. I don't remember the first 10, but apparently I watched it. Yeah. Went to, went to games, even just because my older brothers wanted to go to games. So they had to take me. I have heard more times than I can count. If I had a dollar for every time somebody told me this is the CFLs last year, the CFLs done. Fo- they're folding. We can't survive. They're done. You, I literally would be a millionaire. I'm not kidding you when I say that. It's... The biggest problem, I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to because you've got my blood pressure going. The biggest problem with the frickin' CFL is the contract they have with TSN. What the fudge did TSN do with free free agency? I spent more frickin' time in the last 10 minutes going over the frickin' free agencies than the national sports network did
0: yep and uh, i'm shaking like i'm nodding along and the, the people who are watching can see it people who are listening who can't it's a frustration like i literally said two weeks ago three weeks ago when we first started talking <clears throat> when we started talked about the free agency and how maybe we're going to do a show earlier which didn't end up working out anyways but what coverage none do you ever hear from a player no. Do you hear from coaches? The,
1: the only time I see a player or see a coach on any kind of sports is, that I watch is the Rod Peterson show because he goes out and freaking gets them. His team is amazing. Duncan Kirk, Three Down Nation, they do an amazing job. Three Down Nation, all they do, they were and dedicated to the CFL. Check them out, folks. Three Down Nation. They're the, one of the best out there. But well, why isn't it on TV? <sighs> they literally had a scrolling... Um, Three Down Nation okay. actually had a scrolling thing. Look at my hands going up and down real fast. Um, for free agency. Why didn't TSN do a one-hour, two-hour show... And bring on the Duncan Kirks of the world, of Canada, but who really love this league and have the knowledge to be able to pass it on and hype up this freaking free agency day like they do in the NFL, like they do in the NHL, like they
0: do in the XFL. March 3rd. March third is free agent for, or uh, not free agent, but trade deadline for the NHL. You yep. know what I'm going to be doing all day? Like, I'm starting a new job. I'm going to be working. Unfortunately, I'm not able to take the day off. It'll be my first week. But you know what I'm going to be doing the entire day? On one of my, on one of my, no no, on one of my screens that I have set up, I'll have Sportsnet, and I'll have TSN both set up because I like to know what's going on. You know what I had to do to find out news from the CFL? Not I search. texted you. I texted you and said, "What's going on?" Because I, I tried to Google it for 30 seconds and you know what came up? NFL 2023 <laughs> uh, free agents.
1: It, That's not what l- I want. Literally, if I hadn't known about um 3 Down Nation, which unfortunately, I mean, they're huge for for the CFL fans.
0: Yeah, for the diehards. For the diehards.
1: If it wasn't for them, I would have no clue. Literally, I was refreshing their page constantly and you could go to their page and for that day and you'll see it was on their i don't know what it was on twitter or whether it was on facebook or their um maybe it was even their webpage i forget to be honest and it was just constant it was awesome there was like the time 210 this is what happened Two fifteen. this is what happened when it started it was hilarious because it was like noon free agency right uh, or 10 o'clock our time, noon yeah. back east. And it was like 10.05, nothing. <laughs> and then it was like 10.10. Would you guys do something? And then it just exploded.
0: Yeah. <coughs> but, uh, TSN for the American listeners and viewers.
1: It's ESPN. Of is, is the ESPN.
0: We have yeah. five TSN channels. Five. You know what else we have? We also have ESPN pl- or TSN Plus now, which is going to be holding a lot more exclusive content
1: and we have five sportsnet channels
0: sportsnet i'm we're not talking about sportsnet right now because sportsnet is broken up a little bit differently and i understand it more tsn has five channels how many times have you gone to tsn to watch a show and it's not on three of the five net channels you go to watch CFL and it's on tsn1 tsn3 tsn5 why it's why Put it's it insane. on one. Give me five different options for sports. There's enough sports in Canada to have different sports. And if you're not going to do that, if you're not going to do that, give us different commentators. The Manning oh. cast in the NFL is fantastic. Have you ever? Have you heard of any bits of it?
1: No. I, I put my head on my hands like that because commentators, did you, we're both poker fans, folks. So we're going to kind of, I'm going to squirrel. um, Or in my case, raccoon. Rod will get it. Um, the sp- announcer for the um, live at the bike last night. One of our favorite um, streaming poker streaming people were on it. Uh, Kevin Martin, Kmart. Um, the announcer for that, the commentator. Oh my god, dude! You would have punched him. Like he was so so bad. He it was the worst I've ever heard. Okay, sorry. That's S- squirrel moment. That's how I feel about the <laughs> CFL
0: announcers. Yes! And so I remember probably about eight or nine eight years ago, nine years ago, I was talking about it with a, a friend of mine. And um, he explained to me the reason why a lot of UFC fans love Joe Rogan. A lot of people who are just getting the sport love Joe Rogan. He breaks it down for you to understand it. He explains the game, and he gets it. I hate a lot of the American hockey commentators because they break the game down too small. I know the game very well. I prefer a higher level of commentary. The Manning cast is great for the the NFL in that sense, is where Peyton Manning will literally be watching the game and say, oh, they're going to do this. And then they go ahead and run the play that he called. So if they say, yeah, they're going to run up the gut here, and they'll run up the gut, and he'll be like, this is what I saw, and he'll go back and say... Well, you see this guy's leaning forward a little bit more than he did on the last play. And you can see the, this guy's looking this way. It's the little things that may make him an elite athlete. I like to hear. about What's that the chance.
1: difference? What's the difference between a Manning and a CFL annou- um, announcer?
0: He knows what he's talking about. Let's
1: come on. You have to look. I'm trying to think who is the quarterback. Um, Matt Donegan. C- Dunnigan knows the CFL inside out. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the CFL. Top 10, I'll say, in the CFL he, in our can time. Can he
0: use his words then? Can he explain what he's doing? What's the What's difference between
1: Manning and Dunnigan? Age. They keep saying they're trying to get the younger crowd in. When's the last time you've seen a new announcer for the CFL?
0: Roster two years. Um, there's been that young guy who's been who's gotten the it's amazing and he's yeah. good very good but he's again he's the play-by-play guy he calls the games he gets excited when he plays are happening yes. there are times where clearly he's more biased to certain teams which <laughs> i don't like if you're going to have biased announce, if you're going to have biased announcers then have your, home team announcers use your, use your four use your five channels that you have to have two broadcasts a home broadcast for each team
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, that's never going to happen because they don't have the money to do that. No. I I think they need to, well, A, rip up that freaking contract. I think they got two more years left in the TSN contract. When that's over, rip that effing thing up and open it up. Look at the NFL. How many freaking different networks air the NFL games? It's not just one.
0: That's ridiculous. There's two. There's no competition. I think there's two. No, there's three. There's you've got NBC, you've got ESPN, and you've got Fox. And then you have all your streaming. Yeah. Then, well, the streaming isn't.
1: I don't um, think. Um, I don't think the CFL is allowed to stream because the TSN contract says they're not allowed.
0: Well, no. So the pro the problem with live television, this is an entire conversation where I'd love to have an expert on wow,
1: we're running out of time here
0: we don't there's no time limit we we are a podcast <laughs> we run our own goddamn time we can
1: Depart- do whatever we want
0: it's my show Goddamn it um it's our show my fucking show who came up with the idea who reached out to who who reached out who reached out to who for this who's the host who's the co-host <laughs>
1: wow he's getting angry folks <laughs>
0: The CRTC is the reason the Canadian television communication assholes are the ones for the reason that we don't have the streaming services.
1: I'm muting him because he's swearing too much.
0: <laughs> so we can't anything that's on live TV. We can't stream. It's a that's reason the why CRTC. That's why the WWE network in Canada is so much shittier than the one down in the states. Before they got ah, rid of it. okay. it's because gotcha. you have to use it through a provider. Makes sense.
1: Well, no, it doesn't make sense. It, but it's it did CRTC. Make sense. Yeah. It did
0: make sense years ago. Now it doesn't. Yeah. Um. So sorry. I I pulled up an article here. <clears throat> Six year extension in September 2019. So, um, we're, we're
1: 2023. So we got two more years.
0: Uh, no, the lease contract TSN was coming up for renewal after the 2021 season. So 6 years after the 2021 season. So, no, 2027.
1: Fujimakura. Then they've got to they got to fix it. They've got to do something um because it's going it's literally hurting us. The biggest problem um, we're having right now is expansion. Everybody says nine teams isn't enough. We need to go to 10, 12, whatever that number is. Well, guess what? It ain't going to happen no. until we renew this contract because you've got nine owners and they split that whatever X amount, of million dollars between nine teams,
0: 50 million, I believe about 50 million to the CFL Bet-
1: between nine teams.
0: Yeah.
1: Are you going to take 10? Cause you're not getting anything extra from having a 10th team coming in. It's not, you're not, um, You're not benefiting in any way. No, you're losing. Yeah. No, I, what if we went 12? Oh my God. Now, right. It's not going to happen. And the only way this league grows is if we, if we grow, we have to expand. We need a team in Quebec city. We need a team in Halifax. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd love to see another team in BC.
0: I don't think expansion is is the issue. I think marketing is the issue in a lot of oh, ways. 100 percent. I think if you were able to get the the younger generation into watching CFL, because out of my friends, out of my friends who you are, are the only of, one who let's face it, don't watch a lot of sports. Like out of my friends, I can name two play, two uh, like sports fans that I grew up with. They don't watch CFL. No. They watch hockey and they'll watch highlights of basketball and uh, uh, our baseball fans.
1: You know what we should do? We should have a... um, Bring on a guest um, to the show that um, understands the CFL better than you you and I do. And really dive deep into um, the 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 back end of the cfl i have somebody in mind
0: the money the the actual financials and how things work someone yeah like that? yeah yeah i think that'd be fantastic
1: yeah yeah i have somebody in mind that um will be able to sp- well, speak freely because there's not the person you're thinking of because the person you're thinking of i don't think can speak no, as freely I I, as we want
0: i wasn't thinking of that person until you put it in my head
1: okay it's somebody else, um, sure. but
0: well, we'll take this conference. That we'll take that yeah. Off line. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just yeah. Just thought I'd as, throw it out
1: there because you know my brain. If I don't say it, I'm not gonna. It's gonna as, go.
0: As you said, we were running over and run over. We've gone a whole extra six minutes. Wow. Oh, no. But again, we are the He Sports Podcasts.
1: That was a and quick Tuesday. hour. Always is. And we always worry. Oh my gosh, what are we going to talk about oh, for an hour?
0: At this point, no. We're we're we're, oh, we're what. <laughs> Eight, Five. six episodes in, seven episodes in, six episodes Is it in, that six Six episodes in. Yeah, I'm never concerned that I'm never gonna have enough to talk about for an hour. Not yeah. you. whether you're here or just me, I can talk for an hour about this stuff.
1: God help Without them all any. if it's just you.
0: That's why I bring in other people. But again, please do, please, everyone, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, leave a comment, tell us what we're doing right, tell us what we're doing wrong. Follow us. Thank on you for listening, Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at HSP Pod. Thank you so much um, for anyone who does listen. Um, we'll have some exciting news, I think, um, coming up for the NHL playoffs. Oh, but I'm going to leave that little cliffhanger there for you guys, and we will see you guys for the
1: old man too. We will see you guys
0: next week here, same time, same channel, same bat time, same bat channel.